Hey friends, it's me, Katie Annan, your host of the Full Confidence Ahead podcast, where we go on a journey together tackling the fears of life from family relationships to finance, from careers to community, and happy holidays! We are in the holiday season. We have had some Christmas holidays. We have the new year. There's a lot of holidays going on for different religions. So happy holidays during this time of year. We have a special guest to make your holidays bright and wonderful and fun. And I think a really fun topic that you're going to love today. Would you like to say hello really quick? Just say hi. Oh, hey, hello. (laughs) I'm so excited to be here. A special guest. That was a fantastic way to involve me, introduce me. So let me tell you how I know the special guest. So this special guest I've known my whole entire life, like since the day I was born, I've known this person. Um, I see them pretty frequently in my um, throughout all the years of my life. In fact, very frequently, they have been a mentor and a friend, and we've traveled together. And it's my mom. <laughs> so you guys, you get my mom out here. That was good. Intro. Yay! That was so good. I liked what you said. I'm your friend. That was. Super to hear that. Hey, moms are friends too. Yeah. And um, so you guys, we get my mom here today, which is one of the smartest people I know, just from like the way <laughs> she's hey, no, that's not a joke. We're not doing jokes here. Okay, yeah, that's right. I'm not funny. Okay, keep going. <laughs> um, she so just cute. spent her life studying different things, but she's studying a really fun topic right now, actually. And uh it's not a book group, it's a study group. Yeah. Club of study. It's a Club women's study. study group. The study group's been around for over 60 years. And you get invited to be part of it. And then each year they have a different topic. And this year they're studying games. Yeah. So we're going to talk about games. But first, we're going to have just a little um, spot for our sponsors. But you guys get ready to harness the power of fun and games and just learn about this. So hang on with, in, with us and we'll be back with you in just a moment. I think a lot of times the feeling of fear comes from a lack of control in our lives. And our sponsor, PowerPay, is offering a money master course that's normally $40 for free to all Full Confidence Ahead podcast listeners so you can take control of your finances this year. The course is video-based and gives you real-life money smarts. So to claim your course, go to extensioncourses.usu.edu slash Pal, which is K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N-P-O-W-E-L-L, and it'll automatically add the money master course to your cart and you just click checkout and you'll get it for free. You can also access your course by going to extensioncourses.usu.edu and finding the Money Master course under the finance category, then using the code KATIEANN, K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N, with no spaces, to claim your $40 discount and free course at checkout. So let's master our money together. Okay, and we are back and we are ready to talk about games so okay mom first off how did you even find this group the study group oh i just got invited because i have a friend (laughs) i had a friend and then she said hey some people are leaving the group why don't you come and join the group Mm -hmm. but i thought it was fascinating um because like i said the topics change each year Mm -hmm. and this year it's about games and Mm -hmm. as i studied also um applied psychology one of the sections they talk about is implying psychology is through fun and game playing. And I thought, wow, this is fantastic for this year's study. But there's like a couple of things. I just want to start with a quote by Ben Franklin. Mm-hmm. We do not stop playing because we grow old. 
we grow old because we stop playing. Ooh, chills, I thought that was such chills. a great quote. I love that. And that ties in with that book that you had me read. Tell me a little bit about your book. Yeah. Okay. So my mom and I, I feel like we're living in this kind of unofficial book group. Yeah. I don't know. We just <laughs> book group of two. We just, uh, hey, I read this. Why don't you read this, Katie? And then you read it. And then we talk about it. It's the best it's book the group. Best. But the funny thing is, I don't know if you guys use apps online to get like books, ebooks on library. <laughs> Our account got linked online. So it's hilarious. Sometimes we're like, wait. You're, you're listening to my book you my bookmarks move <laughs> anyways it's kind of funny but <laughs> we just read this book called the power of fun um super interesting book it helps you harness really it's kind of talking about having a fulfilling life that so much in our life drains us like um you go to work and work can be great, but at the end of the day, you're drained. And then we go home and we do these things, quote unquote, for fun, like TV or social media that drain us. And I'm not saying those things are inherently bad, but she's the nature of those things drain us away. So she's talking about in this book, how to harness the power of fun and definitely recommend, would you recommend that book for our listeners too? Yes. A plus. Yeah. It was definitely a worthwhile read. I agree. Totally worthwhile read. Um, definitely fabulous. Um, anyways, let's just say a little bit that we like about that book, just an element of something that you pulled away from it. And then we'll jump into the history of games. Cause I think it kind of, it, it changes your thought process a little bit on, on games after the power of fun, right? Yeah. I like what you mentioned that we, what we think is fun is sometimes we'll be working really hard, maybe writing an essay or we'll have an assignment at work and we we just stare at the screen for so ever and we can't get it yeah. started. So we are like, okay, I'm gonna take a break. We take a break and maybe we scroll through social media, but we're still on screen time and we're actually not taking a break for our brain. And then when we go back to our assignment, we, we aren't really prepared or renewed to make it more successful. That was my mm -hmm. takeaway. So I really have tried practicing when I need a break from something to take a break and actually go play a game, mm -hmm. meaning like, solitaire or i'll get your dad and say hey we're gonna play a quick game of um taco and burrito or uh wordle has been a new one that i've picked up lately this group suggested trying to do it um daily and so i've tried to do it daily for 30 days and at first i hated it because i wasn't very good at it and <laughs> i have just really learned that you it's a skill. It honestly is just a skill and you get better. And now I'm getting better and I have eight days streak where I've guessed the words. Oh, no, nice. So, and I look forward to it now. And my brain is like, I can tell it's, it's, it's forming. So I think yeah. learning to take a break and do something fun. I pulled out my old jacks from when I was in third grade and I, I did three minutes of jacks when I was writing an assignment and or yeah. admissions paper. And yeah. I played jacks for three minutes and I just got giggling so hard. And then when I went back, my brain was just ready to go. That's so sad. I don't even know how to play jacks. Ah! <laughs> you don't? don't? No. Do you know how to play Chinese jump rope? Um, that's no? not double dutch, is it? No, uh, but double dutch is a good one. Oh, I, I failed as a mom. These are the only games like, I, I can play. Know. Yeah, is it the one with like the, the little pipe spiky, like they're not a cube, um, the dice and like the spiky thing? Yeah, jacks. Is that a jack? Is it with a ball? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how to play that. Oh my goodness. We are going to play that tomorrow. <laughs> I can't believe that. I literally don't know so how to play jacks. Like how many games like that are on the wayside that you don't know, you know about? games come and go in waves. It's really interesting. There's popularity definitely in like trends of types of games we play. I've noticed that. Really interesting. I feel like kind of card games that aren't necessarily face cards right now are like exploding kittens and... 
um, cover your assets. Those kind of games I feel like are really in group games that are kind of intellect and, and luck. Anyways, you know, one of my favorite, um, I love because it's the holidays. Mm-hmm. I love the holidays for a lot of reasons, but two of them, um, I love Scrooge. I love reading the story every year. I love watching yeah. all the different versions of it. And one of my favorite things is to watch what different parlor games, almost in every movie, they play <gasps> um, a different version of the same parlor game. And I think about how fun that that was what their holidays were, were to get together and they played games yeah. back in England. Yeah. And we still, when we all get together and our family gets together, what do we do? We play a game. Oh my goodness. I did see a game. Okay. Power Fun talks about, about like getting off social media to do fun things, but I did see a game I wanted to do. I showed it to my sister, but I haven't showed it to you. Um, these people have money in the center and mouse traps in the center and you're blindfolded and like you have to risk. It's a risk. Like, like it's a real mouse trap? Yes. So you it's get- It's a terrible game. <laughs> Okay, maybe it's a terrible game. I don't know. You like you risk pain or money, so people are like slowly. Enjoy- okay, don't do that game at home, guys. I don't know. I saw a video. We don't trust TikTok. Okay, don't trust TikTok. Okay, maybe not. Are you serious? I and did. Then you're blindfolded, and then you yes. try. To- like you inch your hand in, so you can like kind of feel an edge of a mousetrap. So like going just for all the cash at once isn't a good idea. See, so like you have to sneak a bill out of time. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, okay. I don't know. Would bad, I all? I bad. would I go all at one time mm-hmm. and just grab it and take the pain and go. And just take the pain. I know because it's right. Maybe oh, that's I don't know. Okay, bad game. Don't do that. So this book, Power of Fun. Um, I really like what you said about um, what we think is fun. Like really val- reevaluating what you really think is fun and what actually like fun. She kind of redefined fun of connection, flow, and I'm forgetting the third thing. <laughs> but it's connection and flow and of filling yourself up with another word that starts, I think, with a C. It was a really cool acronym that I'm not remembering. But connection and flow really resonated with me. So she said, fun is typically, she's like, yes, and this is for introverts and extroverts, fun is typically created when we're with sharing an experience with someone else. Yes. Like the memories that you think back in the past, you're like, wow, that's so fun. It's most likely when you're sharing it. And this is, she's like, this is introvert or extrovert. She's like, sometimes that just looks different for the introvert versus the extrovert. Sometimes like it's a very intimate group for an introvert where it's like two people or one person versus extrovert might be a bigger group. But regardless of your personality, she said, and not saying that you can't, um, or sometimes she said this could be also a connection with another animal. So if you have a dog or whatnot, but connecting with someone, um, was a big part of what fun was and then flow. So finding an activity that you're feeling flow. I always think of soul when he's like in the zone, you know, <laughs> anyways, but, um, I don't know. It just really inspired me to kind of connect with people in different ways and choose more rewarding activities with my friends. Um, and having the courage to even say to my friends, if it was like a non, um, an activity that I was like, oh, you know what, we could have a more fun experience if we're connecting in a different way. Um, being a little bit more bold at, um, setting aside time for true fun. It's been different. It even inspired me the other day. You guys, listeners, I went um, sledding by myself. I came home and um, no one was home. So I just grabbed a sled and went to the park and it was only five minutes, but it was great. Anyways. So fun is powerful. Yeah. Yeah. So here's a couple of things I just learned about games, um, Mm -hmm. that they've actually found games from 2000 BC. Mm -hmm. Um, and that the purpose of games was often to educate, um, develop strategic thinking, mental skills, political and military 
um, advantage. Mm -hmm. So they like games had a purpose. I just thought that was so interesting that they found that games had a purpose. And and this is something that they put in, a, in the History of Games book that we read recently is um, they had common features way back 2000 years ago. And these we still see them in our culture and society today. Uncertainty of an outcome, right? Oh, whenever you play a game, yeah, you don't you know. Really, you really don't know the outcome. Agreed upon rules. Yeah. Which has to, is true. Like I played Uno with a whole different family and the <laughs> rules were not the same. I'm like... That can cause trauma. That is that trauma. is true. Huh? Have you had that happen? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, wait, they can stack. No, you can't. And then you're like, ah, and you should have decided it before going into the game because yes. it's a problem in the middle. Yeah. So that was part of the rules. And then competition. So games are competition, mm -hmm. which I don't always, I'm not really a great competitor. I just am okay with whoever does well. Because I always beat you. Yeah. I've <laughs> got <laughs> to take my place. So the next thing was a separate place and time. So oh, okay. Um, elements of fiction which is so oh. interesting that all games have some form of elements of fiction, mm -hmm. right? Elements of chance, mm -hmm. prescribed goals, and personal enjoyment. Mm. Those are all elements that they've talked about that are features of games throughout all of time that we recognize. Interesting. So I thought that was interesting to build upon that. And that yeah. they had a purpose. I mean, they used them purposefully for strategic thinking, mental skills, political and military as well was... Um, what how they use games matter of fact one of my favorite games is battleship and you probably haven't yeah. played it <laughs> no 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 i played that one <laughs> just not jacks but i played battleship battleship and this summer you helped me come up with a really fun form like we did yeah. it in a water a water balloon form uh -huh. but battleship was a whole military strategic game that they played and i'm going to try to find so... out how long like i was surprised how long ago people we're playing Battleship, but we'll talk about that later. The one game, <laughs> the one game that they have found in all cultures. Yeah. We're talking Asian, um, um, African, uh -huh. England is Mancala. Mancala <gasps> is a game no that way. has probably been around the longest mm -hmm. and we still have you played Mancala? You oh yes, played? I love to play that. If you haven't, listeners, um, go look it up online. Um, go order one on Amazon. I'm sure they have it, or go to your local or shop local and go grab one. Um, Mancala, you use marbles and there's like little kind of dish slots in a board that you're, you play on one side, your, your opponent plays on the other and you try to get each other. You, you're basically trying to end up with all the marbles and it, it's very fun. Okay, another game that's been around forever, mm -hmm. we're talking um, is Parcheesi. I don't, Parcheesi okay. is an old When you're game saying forever, and, like, can you give us a date on that? It was um, like a couple of decades ago, a couple centuries ago, millennials ago. Yeah. Um, versions of that game appear like in the 1700s. Okay. Okay. That's a good time. Okay. okay. So actually 1700s. Mm -hmm. um, chess has been around for a really long time. That's been around like BC. But the first international chess tournament was held in London in 1851. Oh, interesting. So it took a long time to get an international yeah. um, chess tournament, but I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, outdoor games. Yeah. The popularity of outdoor games. We know what we've seen it when we've gone to Mexico. They've had outdoor games. England yeah. has outdoor bowling and outdoor kind of games like that. Um, the first mass-produced game was Scrabble. Oh, interesting. And when was that mass produced? Nineteen fifty-two. Nineteen fifty-two. Interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, I thought that was interesting. So that's interesting. So games weren't mass produced until 1952. Okay, I just want to hold on that because that means people were creating their own or locally created for a long time. I don't think we're as used to that nowadays of like making up our own games, but I think people probably were. Don't you think so? Okay, I found it. I found okay. the battleship information. Sorry, <laughs> I know you were talking, it's and okay, I it's should. Okay, okay. Go to it. because Go to I it. love Battleship so much. Yeah. Um. Okay, Battleship was um, I don't even know was Salvo. Yeah, published in 1931. If that was wrong, I'm sorry, everyone. But yeah. Salvo is what it was. In 1931, like. it was it was published, mm-hmm. but it was. Well, I didn't find the original time of it. Sorry, but it has been played for a long, long time before that. Yeah. We're talking a long time, but I just think that was an interesting yeah. one. Card interesting. games. They found card games um, also um, in the early um, BC time fer- period. Do you have a favorite card game? Are we talking about like base card card games? Or are we talking about All like card card games? Yeah. The first documented um, game of like poker was in 1833 on the Mississippi. Interesting. That's documented. I'm sure there were tons of of that being played beforehand or played with different rules. You know what? I'm always, I always hear about this. Wisp and bridge come up in literary history. Oh, yes. And those are like in classic books written by classic authors. So we're talking about 1800s or before that those two games kind of come up depending on the culture and the history and the time frame those two games come up all the time i think of jane austen all of her books have wisp in it and that's that four player i don't really know how to play it but i know generally there's four players i think um you're on a team with someone across the table kind of like bridge i believe i'm not super versed on either of those but um you know what's funny too i work someone will know how to play and they'll teach you yeah, I know. Listeners, yeah. help me out. Um, I watched Bridge every Tuesday at work on my very first job when I was a teenager, way back when. I worked in a country club, and I was in there. I was a hostess in their, their luncheon area. Uh, but every Tuesday at 10, they had a bridge group. And these mm. it was typically older women because they were, I don't know, I feel like sometimes our generation has kind of lost that scheduled game but they Unless it's bunko. I hear people do oh. that with bunko. That's like a younger thing. Okay, there you go. Yeah. I guess like chess tournaments. There's, I guess yeah. there's other ways we do it. But um, every day, or every Tuesday at 10 a.m., they would come and they would play bridge. And they had partners and I would kind of watch them. So I kind of got used to the culture of bridge a little bit. And I could kind of talk the talk without really understanding the game. I'm still trying to understand it, but it was just interesting to see there was a whole culture and that was also their socialness was this game. Mm, That's interesting. A form of that socialness you talked about is Mm -hmm. like Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, because that creates a whole culture, a world and Mm -hmm. interaction that people, Mm -hmm. and it's a set time. Yeah. And the outcome is dependent upon what the people are, can create in that world. So that's, kind of creates the same space and interaction and friendships I think that's and competitiveness that maybe like bridge does yeah as well or bunko or kind of those kind types of of games like that and then the other thing they kind of talked about is they swung around was in the um um electronic games Mm. like when did we start electronic games and um beginning in 1971 was really the video arcade game selection mm. that started for public use 
And I've heard that you are a pinball master. Pinball wizard. I haven't heard. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> pinball wizard. That song. Oh yeah. God. And then and then the first home game video consoles started yeah. coming around in 1972. So my question to you, though, is with these like electronic games, have we took the fun out of games when technology or have we enhanced it? Ooh, I, I think both. Don't you think you can find yeah. incidences of both? I do, actually. I, I know, like, both. growing up, our family rule was, I just didn't like you guys playing alone because mm-hmm. I didn't want the game to isolate you. I wanted it to bring you together so you didn't have any solo gameplay. Right, right. <laughs> Which I don't know was a good or bad idea, but... No, it's just interesting because I think you're right. I think it is both introducing. I think sometimes now we've used, with the technology, we've taken gaming into escape instead of entertainment and I think those are very different goals Mm. but not always I don't I'm not saying I'm not saying technology in games is bad it's just a different era right people didn't have this this technology aspect into games I know for sure I have connected like there's jackbox games where it's on a tv but you're all like texting in yeah that has made it very interactive very fun experiences and then yeah and then there's other things that I've definitely actually felt more divided because I'm not even talking to that person as much as I would. Well, I don't know. But, sometimes I get into intense games, <laughs> so I don't talk to people. Anyways, so uh, maybe the talking isn't what I'm talking about. Like connecting. <laughs> I know you guys. This is the the truth comes out. I have been banned from a game. Yeah, at our house. Or <laughs> right, also, we've decided that that before you get married, you need to play. You need to can Said play game. this game. Yeah. Do you want to tell them what game it is? I think you should say the word. <laughs> Can I even say the word? Is it like banned to say? It's Monopoly. You cannot play Monopoly. Are there certain people in your family or friendship groups you can't play certain games with? <laughs> yes, we have um, one, Monopoly. I don't know why, but she gets so intense and frustrated at us. And it's, it's, I think it's because I love winning. <laughs> Cheating. I don't know. I was gonna say more eloquent words, but I was gonna say I love finances and like, like having it's a win-win situation for everyone. Finances, right? Because it's about like your livelihood and like your real estate. I don't know, <laughs> but she's not very oh fun God. to play with. So we'll play it with her. other games. I am, I promise. Yeah, other games are really fun to play with. Yeah, and you don't feel so intense. I don't know why that one is this particularly so then someone got her the cheater version because she would cheat anyway and so then they got her the cheater so version I was just monopoly cheating by the rules it was so perfect. then she we could cheat by the cheater version and then she got upset though because then you have to use a handcuff thing and she'd get handcuffed um and not be able to get into the bank and oh, no, it just it yeah just, yeah monopoly is not where my greatest character shines i used to play monopoly like when i was nine years old and i yeah. would go to my friend's house for a sleepover and we'd play monopoly all night long <laughs> oh my gosh wow hey my friend lisa we love that game i love playing monopoly with my brother he was a good monopoly player i that is really funny it was pretty competitive yeah i've never been allowed to go what's your favorite game? game like if you could only play one game throw that the rest of my life you know i actually really love ticket to ride Oh, that stresses me. Because there's like, I do like the strategizing okay. with some luck. Okay. That I like those out of games because I really do like to kind of think deeply about my games. Okay, not super deep, but but I do like to strategize because there's some games that are pure luck. And <laughs> I like to I like to feel that I do have a chance of winning, but there's also luck in there. And sometimes you just get an unlucky draw or a lucky draw. But I don't like, I don't, 
necessarily fully experience the power of joy when it's a game that's fully up to chance because I just feel like it's totally out of my power but I like to feel that trend <laughs> yeah <laughs> so oh you know what game I didn't like recently what oh the the duck game at like the carnivals when you like pull out a duck and it gives you a prize not a fun game because it is totally up to luck and chance well that's great because then you either win or you don't win but well it's I not- didn't win and so it wasn't great <laughs> It was dumb. It was dumb. <laughs> that is hilarious. Because you just felt like you pay you, mo- eff- you pay money, you put no effort, and you don't win. And you're like, what? Do you just want to put more effort getting the duck out and still not win? Is that what makes you happier? <laughs> no, just no ducks. No, no ducks. <laughs> you know, there's another game we're not super great at. It's uh, Scrabble. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, because I can't really. I'm not the greatest speller of all times. So. Oh okay, okay is um that that's normally not my strongest (laughs) (laughs) so no scrabble no scrabble okay what about you if you could only play one game for the rest of your life what would you play the one that i can i only remember what i played last night was code names (laughs) (laughs) but i like code names because it's like very very fun like you have to come up with one word Mm -hmm. to get as many cards as possible and i actually really like that game you know what's fun with that game is it tells people kind of I don't know. It just shows how people think. Because in my mind, I'm like, I so clearly define this. And then my team, I'm like, oh, no, no. And I'm like, oh, I guess I could see. Like, it just opens up my oh, mind to other people because I, I think so one way. And I'm like, whoa, oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, it was kind of fun. Last night, someone used the word circle and uh-huh. they wanted me to find hose. Would you found hose with circle? I picked roulette probably instead. Probably was cylinder, but maybe not circle. I probably would have struggled with it. And they were like you. They were like, I gave you the best clue. And I'm yeah, like, that, that was well, that was a good clue, but, <laughs> that but clearly host, I, didn't I didn't think win. of it. Yeah, I didn't get it. <laughs> so maybe it wasn't the best clue. Best clue for you, but not for me. Yeah. And the yeah. other games I think I loved are sardine. I loved oh, it as a yeah. kid. I would love playing sardine, hide yeah. and seek kind of game. And then you guys growing up played a lot of sardine. Yeah, I do love sardines. That was kind of a fun game that we like to play. Um, I think games are important to just remove us and completely detach the wiring of our brain Mm -hmm. to what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And I think then sometimes when we come back to what we're doing, Mm -hmm. our brain is ready to retach. I do think games are important. And that's what that book, um, what's the name of the book we read again? The Power of Fun. The Power of Fun. Yeah. It was important. I agree with you. Um, and then I'll ask you our final question that we always ask. But I, I agree with you. I think we've also, we've suddenly associated the word like adulthood to anti-fun, which that's so not what it should be or what it is, is that you, life should be, we should strive to enjoy life. And I'm, I know there's not ideal situations out there, but I also think that we can all better harness that power. I, I liked your statement, the power of fun, right? The power of games. Um, and choosing to seek out real entertainment, not just these things that kind of like suck away our, our energy, right? Things that we think are entertaining us, but are really just sucking away our energy. We want to find entertainment and, and games that connect us and make us feel, like you said, more energized, more ready to go back to work, more ready for those kinds of things. So um, I encourage our listeners, go, go and try a new game. I don't know, Google some I'll send you suggestions. I, I always have games. I've, I've made up a bunch of games. I'll, I'll give you my made up game. You can always find me on my Instagram. And um, I would love it if them. they would just on your mm-hmm. Instagram, if they would just post 
a game to try. <gasps> yeah, tell and then me. Oh, I, I would love to try their game and then you would yeah. do a little videotape of how it went for us because I am into trying to, a new game a week. So I would love that. Okay, you guys. Fun. So my Instagram is at Katie and K T I E A N and underscore Powell P O W E L L. So at Katie Ann underscore Powell. Um, please share with us the kinds of games. Tag me in your stories playing a game this holiday season, and I'll share it with my mom and I, and we will try out your games. Or if you have a recommendation that if you'd love to see it. <laughs> besides Monopoly, if you'd like to see, <laughs> see us do like a little recommendation or play a game and, and let you know how it goes, um, send it to us. We'd love, we'd love to give some feedback on that. That would make ours and hopefully your holiday season a little bit more bright and connected. That's what we want to go for. So we always ask what's one piece of advice that you'd give your younger self to improve your confidence. Um, <laughs> we're talking about games, so I'm, I'm changing this. Uh, what is one piece of advice that you give to yourself in a game that you did not like to make it more fun? Ooh, great. How would you answer that? I don't know. You're supposed to answer it. Oh, I, I, I thought I was interviewing you. I'm like, Hey, you tell me, how would you answer that? What was the question again? <laughs> how, what advice I would give myself, okay. my younger so, self, if okay, I was no, learning no, no, to no, play no. a game and my oh, younger self? That's- great but that's not what I asked (laughs) the question was so what would you tell yourself if you weren't in I think this is how I asked it but in my head this is how I asked it if you were not enjoying a game in a moment how would you what things would you tell yourself to make that experience a better experience oh that still happens to me all the time now oh great what do you do like when you're in a game and I'm not enjoying it because I'm I'm playing Monopoly with you (laughs) I'm lazy or the person or the person I'm playing with is so intense about it and I feel bad that they're (laughs) aka me but <laughs> I think I would just remind myself this too shall pass <laughs> this time there's a timer this timer the timer is gonna end in two minutes and it will be over the pain will be over right yeah <laughs> or a 30 minute game hang in there for 30 more minutes it's okay and uh, everything will change again I think my advice I give myself so I was watching a soccer game and it was totally just this league they've played to be there it is not progressing onto anything like it's literally just a game for fun and the other team was getting so mad so this isn't a board game but it's a game game they were just getting like it was like disgusting how like angry and how like they started bullying our players I was like what is going on like this is this is supposed to be fun like you're literally paying money to be at this indoor soccer arena to have fun and obviously this is not fun for you or for them that are now getting beat up um I I think my advice in that moment and it was the losing team I think a lot of times we're not having fun when we're losing and I'm pointing myself (laughs) out that because that is typically me but um so you're talking about sportsmanship yeah, but I think the advice I'd give is truly the reason why we play a game is for not the result, but the process of it, yeah. right? Is like we don't play soccer just to learn if someone lost or won. We play soccer. So you have those intense moments in between, the suspense, right? Same thing with Uno. You don't play Uno just so then at the end someone can walk away and be like, I'm Uno winner because by tomorrow everyone forgets. But you play Uno so you have like this intense however long it plays, I don't know, it's taken me an hour one time, but probably like five minutes, I don't know, however long it takes to have a moment of experience. And that's like the point of a game and not the outcome. So I think that's what I'd say is remember, it's about the process and not the outcome. That's probably my advice for life today too. little life advice. You know what else I'm also I'm thinking is games actually can expand through cultures. Yeah. And you don't, 
I, we've played Uno with people in Africa that have never played it before, yeah. but they picked it up really fast and were willing mm -hmm. to play even though we couldn't communicate. Mm -hmm. um, we've played games with in other cultures. People are willing to learn to play a game. Yeah. And that is one thing that you can do to cross boundaries and make new friends. Yeah. Is invite them into your to play a game. I love that. It's so true. So, so true. I had a friend. Um, she was awesome. And when our kids would go to school, she'd call up and say, hey, do you want to play Ticket to Ride? She was going through a Ticket to Ride phase. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. <laughs> and I would feel guilty about her and get the dishes done and run over to her house and play Ticket to Ride. It only lasted a little while, but it was kind of a fun little thing that we oh. did to learn to get to know each other better and make friends. Yeah. And I love that. That was a fun friend. What a great chance to talk about yeah. it. Thanks for your question. Thanks for having fun with me for yeah. this last 30 minutes. We hope you had fun. Let's go we play hope Poggle. That, yeah, uh, wait, that's, <laughs> that counts in the spelling thing with Scrabble. Okay, let's go play Spot It. <laughs> Spot It, that's better. We hope that you have a happy holidays. And that is important that you're having a safe and happy holidays. And I hope that you're enjoying and having fun. Go harness this power of fun. Read that book. It was great. And go find some new games. And remember, let us know. My mom and I, we'd love to hear your games and we'd love to try them out. So you can always tag me in your stories at, at Katie underscore pal. Um, I'll respond to you. I'd love to engage and to see what you're doing and love to try it out too and connect with new friends in that way. So happy holidays and have some fun. My favorite thing each week is just to listen to the stories of these incredible people on the podcast. They give me confidence in all areas of my life. The Full Confidence Ahead sponsor, Utah Money Moms, has boosted my financial confidence. I remember the first time I heard about them on YouTube, I just found this video about tracking your expenses they had done. And it was so simple and confidence building that I went to their website and started downloading as much material as I could. Make sure you head over to utahmoneymoms.com after this episode to sign up for their free webinars on all financial topics from the basics of budgeting to estate planning. Thanks for listening in on the Full Confidence Ahead podcast. Weekly on Tuesdays, we'll continue our journey of confidence together through new interviews and insights. Make sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on the latest conversations and confidence boosts. And by the way, you got this because you deserve to live life full confidence ahead. See you next week.